Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Good everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sniffin' After Dark. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza. And uh, I just want to say real quick, I'm so sorry for ghosting last week. I know I said I was going to update you guys if I didn't have an episode, but um, I went on vacation and I definitely should have said something, but I was like, you know what? I'm on the airplane. It's too late now. Like I was stressing. I was so busy leading up to the vacation that I like had no time to pack shop get prepared like nails done eyebrows all that shit so like that week before and just like days leading up to and like day of was hectic it was crazy and i just like had no time if you follow me on instagram you know i haven't posted note clips from like last week's episode until like today like i'm gonna load everything up this week and then just start posting regularly again um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in and sorry if I let you down. I love you. I'm back and I got a lot to talk about being that I missed a whole week. I have just like topics stacked up that I've been wanting to get to drama that has been going down on like Twitter topics on TikTok, all of that. So it'll be a good episode. Some new music dropped Adele 30 her first album in like five six years since she dropped 25 and I love it. I've listened to it a bunch of times. If you're going through a breakup, this is the one for you. It's really good. Um, fun fact, I guess she got Spotify to take off like the default option when you play an album. From She got them to change it from shuffle to just play in regular order. So that's really exciting, I know, for artists because they spend time trying to like put these songs in order so it tells a story. And that's probably annoying for people to just go on there and just push uh, shuffle you know especially for this album it's really cool just hearing the intro and the place that she's at and then once you get to the end and then actually I was looking at the lyrics on Genius and there was like three extra songs I think listed 
on there and it said it was like the target like deluxe edition or something and i looked to see if it was like on spotify or anything for something and it's not so i don't know if like if you buy like the actual hard copy at target or like maybe online through target or something if you get like three bonus songs um hopefully she releases those onto spotify soon because i would love to hear them but so far just the songs that she has are all amazing Me, personally, I'm uh, really vibing with the last half of the album a lot more. It's still, the whole thing goes hard. It's so fucking good. It has really great just ballads. If you like to just sing your heart out and cry, then this is the one for you. Um, I wanted to get into the whole album, but I think I'm just going to get into one song because uh, I know a lot of people felt this one. I asked you guys what music you've been vibing to, and I'm pretty sure somebody said Woman Like Me. So that's like the one little like diss track on the whole thing to her ex this album's about divorce and just um what she went through feeling loneliness grieving anger all that she even has a song on there that it sounds like she's talking to her son little love my little love or something like that it's really good she has like these little parts where she's just talking and she's like crying and damn I was like Adele you did it again you did it again it's really good um some other stuff I'm gonna be talking about might be a little late on this, but I did want to give my two cents. The Danny Lay and the baby situation of him recording her on IG Live, just like fucking wild. Like I was heated. He's a piece of shit already, and then he went and did this. And like I know she ain't shit either. And like she went through her whole thing where like she was a dumb bitch, and she still is. But I'm gonna talk about it in like the context that. Let's pretend that they're not who they are, you know, like it's just random girl, random guy, you know, because I'm not here to defend her or, you know, anything like that. I mean, although I do feel bad being that she's a new mother and like I'll, I'll go I'll get into that later. What else I'm uh, going to be talking about? Um, Erica, my dear friend Erica, who was on the episode about marriage, she like hit me up with all the tea on Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal so um, I'm gonna talk about that because it's really interesting I've mentioned it before but I want to get into it more just like the age difference of dating and um, manipulation and just how men that are older like to prey on younger girls because they're like weak-minded easy to manipulate all that and when she released her like uh, all too well song as like the 10 minute version like short film or whatever I watched the video and like that shit hit home I dated an older guy once he wasn't like that much older like I know their age difference was like nine years or something she was like 20 and he was like 29 which is like fucking crazy already my age difference was not like that bad but it's just more um I'll get into it but basically I felt it. I was like, this shit is so sad. I felt so bad for her because she just seems like so innocent. And like, I was like, damn, Jake, you fuck boy. But um, yeah, we'll get into that. And I also have a TikTok that I want to play. It's about triggers. So just for people that don't understand what triggers are or like if you have gone through shit in a relationship and you want a good way to explain to someone what a trigger is, like if they're not understanding like how they're triggering you or what it is all that like little like this will be perfect like for me I heard this and I was like this is like such a good clean like way to explain it in like a example you know like it's not just like the definition but it's like a comparison I love a good comparison you know and then also I'm going to be talking about something called DARVO it's an acronym basically 
It stands for deny, attack, and reverse victim and offender. It is a common manipulation strategy of psychological abusers. So I'm going to be talking about that because when I saw it, I was like, damn, I've definitely been on the receiving end of that. And it's like really frustrating, really triggering, and just like fucked up. It really is like mental fucking emotional abuse. So I just want everyone to know what it is so that you could spot it and try not to become a victim of it because it could happen in like any type of relationship. All right, and let me go ahead and play a clip of this song, Woman Like Me. Complacency is the worst trait to have. Are you crazy? You ain't ever had, ain't never had a woman like me. It is so sad, a man like you. Be so lazy. Consistency is the gift to give for free, and it is key to ever keep, to ever keep a woman like me. Ooh, so that was kind of a longer clip than I usually play. I think it was like 45 seconds ish. I usually play like 30 seconds. But um, that's the whole chorus, and I had to get the whole thing in there so you guys could, like, get a heads up for, like, what's to come. That shit hits already. The chorus, like, you just know she's going in on her ex and just kind of, like, spelling out, like, yo, this is what happened. This is why we're done and why we couldn't be together. So, by the way, album is titled 30, but she's actually 33 now. I'm not sure exactly when she got divorced. I'm guessing... Um, it was around the time when she was writing some of these songs. So it's more of like a look back at what she went through and kind of was going through after the divorce and probably leading up to the divorce, you know? And they had a kid together, so I know she was going through it. It's got to be really hard. So verse one, she says, You're driving me away. Give me a reason to stay. I want to be lost in you, but not in this way. And right off the bat, it's already hidden because I think we've all been there when we're ready to fucking leave a situation and it's like you still have empathy for the other person like you want them so hard to just like step it up so that you could be together you know like nobody wants to break up nobody wants to go through that like it takes a lot of energy and a lot of strength to finally walk away from someone so most likely you're probably just like begging them to step it up whether like you're actually communicating that or like you probably have communicated that but like once you're done communicating, you're just like praying that they'll like do something. Like when she says, I want to be lost in you, but not in this way. It's like she's just lost in this relationship in like a way that's bringing her down where she's just wasting all of her energy, crying about it, like begging and pleading for him to change or like to connect with her or whatever it is. When in reality, all that she wants and all that anyone wants in a relationship is to like be so lost in them that like nothing else matters like because you and them like that's all that you have and that's all that you need and they can bring peace to your life and that's what she's longing for but instead he's like making her leave he's pushing her away so that's a shitty position to be in and then I love how kind of like this little line she says don't think you quite understand who you have on your hands how can you not see just how good for you I am which is wild because I usually, oh, I feel like people don't ever fucking see 
what they have until it's gone. Like they will continue to take you for granted over and over until they finally push you away. And like they try so hard to act like, oh, like I can get whoever I want. Like I'll be so good all by myself. I know I could pull whoever. But like in reality, once you leave, they'll be fucking crying and begging. And like you knew it the whole fucking time. Like you'll be telling them like, you better get your shit together or I'm going to leave and I'm the best you ever had. And I know that I am so fucking good for you. Like I push you to be better. Like me and you together are good, all that. And like, they just want to choose to be blind and fail to fucking recognize like how good you guys could be together. So don't fucking wait until it's too late. Like if you know, you got someone fucking solid that like pushes you to be better. Do not fucking get complacent, which is what she starts to talk about. And she says, I know that you've been hurt before. That's why you feel so insecure. I begged you to let me in because I only want to be the cure. If you don't choose to grow, we ain't ever going to know just how good this could be. I really hoped that this would go somewhere. And yeah, like a lot of times, like people are really insecure because they've been through shit. And it could be like they went through shit in a previous relationship or even together. And like, I think for her... Being with Adele is probably fucking hard. Anyone that's doing it big, especially, like, if you're a man with, like, a woman that's doing it big, like, doing better than you, quote-unquote, because, you know, like, you can't compare your past. Like, she's just doing something else that puts her in the spotlight. So, like, for a man with a fragile ego, that's going to make him feel like he ain't shit. Like, he can't compare. He's going to feel insecure as hell. All those feelings are going to, like, bleed into the relationship. And that's going to take a toll on the other person as well. Because, like, if they feel like you aren't able to just shine and be your own self without like feeling some type of animosity or anything like that there's gonna be fights all the time and just like lingering just feelings of like not being cool and just jealousy all that and like she's begging him to like let her help him and he's just not letting her in and that's like really hard to do when you've been hurt like to let somebody in but if someone is begging and it's like the choice is let them in so they could fix it or possibly hurt you or don't let them in and you're going to break up. Why wouldn't you just pick the option where there is a possible positive outcome, you know? Like, there's really no need to be stubborn and, like, closing yourself off to everyone because you're like, oh, it's just going to, we're going to break up anyway. Okay, what if you don't break up and then it's really fucking good, you know? CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You have to give it a fucking shot or like you will never know. Like she fucking says, if you don't choose to grow, we ain't ever going to know just how good this could be. Sucks, but you got to move on if someone's not fucking letting you just be there for them. And then it gets to the chorus, which is what I played. She says, complacency is the worst trait to have. Are you crazy? You ain't never had, ain't never had a woman like me. It is so sad a man like you could be so lazy. Consistency is the gift to give for free. And it is key to ever keep, to ever keep a woman like me. So I love like the subtle cockiness, which is pretty much just confidence um, coming from Adele. Cause like she's been through it and she's always been so fucking strong and vulnerable but like in this album like I feel like she really just like comes through with the confidence and like knowing that like she did what she had to do she walked away because she wasn't getting what she needed and she knows who the fuck she is like you ain't never had a woman like me and you probably never will and if you do whatever but you're gonna be fucking sad when I leave so you should have fucking stepped up you shouldn't be fucking lazy she literally says complacency is the worst trait to have And it's true, not just in the sense of, like, in your own life, like, complacency in your own life. Like, because if you're dating someone who's, like, super ambitious, like, for sure you don't want to be complacent because, like, you should both be ambitious together just because most likely that's the type of person that the other person wants. Because, you know, you are who you hang out with. And if you're ambitious and the other person isn't, one of you is going to fucking bring the other one down or hopefully the ambitious one can bring the other one up or just date someone where you're both fucking lazy and complacent like don't be lazy and complacent and date someone that's like out here fucking trying hard but like I was saying like you could be complacent in your life and that could be a bad thing in a relationship but also being complacent in a relationship where like you're not trying to do the work to make it better or communicate or open up or like you know, step it up and take it to the next level. Like whether you're building together, whether you're like trying to achieve goals together or reach like the next level in your relationship, whatever it is, like if you're dating someone and like you have like a goal in your mind, like you want to get married and have kids, buy a home, whatever it is, or you want to travel or open up a new business together or whatever it is, like if that's you and the other person is just complacent as fuck and like they don't care like they're happy just being boyfriend and girlfriend living in this little dinky apartment and you're over here like nah, I want this big beautiful home they don't care like that's just gonna be fight after fight it's gonna be so fucking disappointing heartbreaking and I feel like that's exactly what she's talking about here and then like my favorite part of course consistency is a gift to give for free and it is key to ever keep a woman like me Because literally, yes, I've said this over and over, like if you don't have consistency in a relationship, then you just don't have emotional safety because how is somebody supposed to just feel safe being with you if you can't be consistent with them? Like if it's up one day, down the next day, like you're solid one day and the next day you're a fucking flake, like you're honest here and then you're lying out of nowhere, whether it's a white lie here or there, that's why I say white lies will fuck you. That's not consistent and that's not going to breed any type of positive environment for a relationship to thrive. So fucking be consistent. Literally, it's fucking free. There's no reason to try to like be like, well, okay, so you're going to cry about it when somebody's telling you exactly what they need. Like just fucking be consistent. And then verse two, she kind of like goes off into like the same kind of topics. All you do is complain about decisions you make. 
How can I help lift you if you refuse to activate the life that you truly want? I know it's hard, but it's not. We come from the same place, but you will never give it up. It's where they make you feel powerful. That's why you think I make you feel small. But that's your projection. It's not my rejection. That's fucking crazy. Like, like you really need to have that conversation with someone when you first get together. I've literally dated someone before where I was, like, talking about how, like, I had dreams and goals and ambitions and all that. And the, the dude was like, oh, no, I'm cool where I'm at. Like, it's all good. And I was like, what? Like, in my head, I was like, <laughs> bye. Like, okay, like, sometimes having goals and ambitions and all that shit may seem crazy to people. But, like, you need to talk about it to make it real, you know? Like, if you just keep that shit in your head, it's not going to happen. And if you don't even want that, not even in your head at all it's not even in your head at all then how the fuck are you ever supposed to achieve it like you can't even say it out loud or admit that you want it for yourself if you don't think you deserve it or could ever get it then you're not going to get it and if you're dating someone that wants it that's going to create a lot of resentment you want to know something really fucked up one time i was dating this one guy he was a real fucking asshole and like he asked me one time it was like when we were in like the beginning stages of the relationship and he was just like Oh, so, like, what do you, like, want to do, like, with your life, like, career-wise and stuff? And, like, I don't even remember, like, what I said. But, like, whatever it was, it was, like, super ambitious. Like, I thought we were just being honest, you know? Like, just saying, like, what have my dreams been, you know? Growing up, like, what did I want to be? Like, what are my dreams? So I was just, like, super honest. And he just, like, legit, he was, like, (laughs) I mean, well, like, realistically, like, you're not going to be able to achieve that. So, like, realistically, like, what do you want to do? Oh, my God. Like, when I tell you, I, like, just fucking died inside. Like, he brought me fucking down so low. Like, made me feel so fucking stupid and small. So, just don't ever be with someone like that. Like, it's probably a good idea to just show that you're ambitious or mention things say things just to gauge their reaction because if they are the type of person that's like (laughs) that'll never happen then don't even surround yourself with someone like that just you guys are not on the fucking same level like you're over here like trying at least and they're just like that's not possible fuck that like you need someone that's going to be a support system and building you up and helping you Not someone that's fucking dragging you down and making you fucking feel small, you know? Or trying to, like, bring you down every time you, like, take a step up. Because they're like, wait, what about me? It's like, well, fucking stay down there now, bitch. Because you had a fucking chance and you're trying to make me feel stupid. So, bye. Like, am I making you feel small down there? Or are you projecting because you had the opportunity and we were both there and now I'm up here, you know? So I felt this one for sure. And she says, I put my heart on the line for the very first time because you asked me to. And now you've gone and changed your mind. But loving you was a breakthrough. I saw what my heart can really do. Now some other man will get the love I had for you because you don't care. Ooh, oh my God. Thank you, Adele, for that. Because I know a lot of people need that line just to sing real fucking loud. Because yes, like sometimes you love someone and like it ends up being the wrong person. But it also ends up being a breakthrough because you realize, like, how powerful your love really can be. Like, how much you really could fight for someone else. And then you realize, like, yo, I should fight for myself the same fucking way, you know? And, like, once you can redirect that energy, like, you'll be able to fucking thrive. And you will align yourself with 
a love that matches your fucking energy and all that. So just know your worth and get yourself out of any situation that you know is not like aligning with the goals and dreams and ambitions that you want for yourself or that you envision for yourself. Yeah, so that's pretty much the song. It is a fucking bop for sure. So that's track nine. And then um, I love the one before that, number eight, All Night Parking. I feel like once it gets to number eight, it's like bop after bop. It's All Night Parking, Woman Like Me, and then Hold On, So Fucking Good, To Be Loved, Amazing, Sing It and Cry, Love Is A Game, Great. And then there's like the three bonus ones on here. They're called Wild Wild West, Can't Be Together, and then Easy On Me duet version. Interesting. It's featuring Chris Stapleton. I uh, don't know who that is, I don't think. Yeah, so that was good. For sure, if you're going through a breakup or a divorce or whatever it is, listen to 30. Adele is a queen, and just like her, lyricism is amazing. Like, it really just hits so fucking good. It's beautiful, everything, the album beginning to end like i know i said i love the last half but it's all good like the intro is fucking amazing and it has just really great songs throughout and you could see how much like she's grown but it's like she's always been amazing like even going back to 19 and 21 like just killed it has always been killing it and honestly this new album gave me um some amy winehouse vibes which i know she's said that amy inspired her a lot so that made me happy you know made my heart smile all right, so let me get into this fucking Danny Lay and um, the baby shit. I don't remember exactly when it happened, if I was on vacation already or not. I think I was. But um, basically, I guess he went on live. Okay, so real quick backstory. They just had a baby together. So like newborn baby, I'm pretty sure. Like it can't be more than a month old or two. I have no idea. I can never tell baby, like baby ages, how big or small they are. But um, yeah, so... He's on live recording her when she has no makeup. And the reason all this shit like popped off was because like some dude thought he was like funny and posted like a side by side picture of her on the live and her with makeup on and stuff, which she looks completely different, obviously, because that's what makeup does. You're putting fucking paint on your fucking face and you're fucking putting shit in your hair. You're going to look fucking different. But um, I loved it because literally everyone just came together and dragged him to hell and back was like you're a dumbass like if you don't know that girls look different with and without makeup then like are you not fucking dating people in real life like how old are you are you okay right so that was pretty funny but it turned into like this whole discourse where like ugh, people just trying to like drag her and say that she should have known okay let me backtrack I feel like I cannot fucking tell stories in order like my brain is just like a jumbled mess right now so basically he was just being a dick to her on the live i can't remember exactly what was said but like he's just like has the phone up by her face like pointing it at her and she's just like trying to be quiet and he's all like yeah like you were never my girl and then she just like looks at him like all shocked like what not your girl never was your girl excuse me like what the fuck they just had a baby together you know so she was like pissed but she just kind of like stays quiet and he's just like nah you my side chick you were always a side chick side chick kept calling her a side chick bro like so fucked up like it gave me big fucking narcissist fucking energy like we already know he's a piece of shit but like this like wow and i guess he has a history of doing shit like this like with his ex-girlfriend or I guess whatever his previous baby mama 
which I guess he was cheating on her with Danny Lay. I don't know. So like, I'm not here to be like, haha, like that's what you get, bitch. But it reminds me of the song Fourth Baby Mama with like Summer Walker and just like the whole album altogether because like girls always think they're going to be the one that changes the dude or like everyone has like main character syndrome and thinks that like, well, I'm like the fucking baddest bitch of all time. So of course he wouldn't do me like he did that hoe. Like, no, like look at how a freaking dude treats women in general or how people treat people in general. And that's going to that's going to be how they treat you. Like, you're not fucking special. Like, you're not going to be treated differently because you're so much hotter. Like, no. So, like, I do feel bad for her, but at the same time, it's like, yeah. But my empathetic side is, like, that's fucked up. Like, she's, like, a freaking new mom. Like, that's really fucking shitty to be, like, putting her on IG Live like that. I just basically saw clips from that IG Live where after she's just, like, in the room sitting on the bed, like, trying to like give the baby a bottle or something and he's just going in there like keeps trying to fucking record her and she's just like putting her fucking hand up like it's really fucked up like it gave me like abuser vibes like he would definitely fucking hit someone and i'm pretty sure he's the one that was like on camera one time like he was in a crowd like of like fans and stuff and someone put their phone up to him and the flash was on and he like fucking slapped her and i think he slapped the wrong person because it was just dark and he got blinded by the flash and he just fucking slapped like whoever he could fucking slap like a woman like he's definitely like not fucking shit but just like seeing shit like really fucking just like pisses me off it makes me so fucking sad and like oh like I know it's hard to like spot narcissists and like they trap people by getting them pregnant and then they show who they really are but like that's why I hope people can really just fucking do their research and just like stay on top of this shit because you will really ruin your fucking life having a fucking baby with a narcissist or just anyone like that that like clearly has zero empathy and is just all about the clout and like looking like oh like oh, i'm an asshole i'm a savage and then all their little stupid bitch boy followers are like yeah or savage toxic king it's so pathetic and just sad you know okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. But yeah, to wrap that up, just stop thinking you're going to be the one to make a do change. Like if somebody shows you who the fuck they are, believe them. 
and do without what you will, aka fucking walk away if they ain't shit. Like, they're not going to fucking respect you more because your ass is fat or because your titties are nice or because, like, your makeup is bomb or your hair looks good. Like, no, it has nothing to do with you. The way somebody treats you will never have to do with what you look like, nothing like that. Like, they're going to treat you how they treat you because they have issues inside. It's internal. And they project and they treat people as, like, shitty as they feel on the inside like the way they hate themselves is the way that they're gonna fucking treat people and project so like i know that man has fucking issues like if someone is treating you fucking crazy it's because they fucking feel that way about themselves all right so moving on i wanted to talk about taylor swift's re-recording of her song all too well it's really good it's basically short film it's like 10 15 minutes long it has just like little interludes of action she directed the video so it's um definitely her retelling of her experience and it's basically about her and jake gyllenhaal's relationship when they dated years ago she was 20 years old at the time she's 31 now so it's definitely been a minute it's been 10 years which is crazy i can't believe she's my age basically just a little bit older but i definitely went through my taylor swift you know teardrops on my guitar whatever album that was is that what it was called and then like um fearless like all those like she's great she's a great songwriter she definitely had me in my feelings many times as a young little high schooler so I love her I have love for her music and for her you know and watching this video just made me really sad for her because it was very relatable I think for a lot of younger girls um, it's about just like that dynamic of a guy just being able to control your feelings and just starting to treat you different after they have sex with you for the first time. For her, she lost her virginity to him. There's a lyric in the song and in the video, if you watch it, about how um, she left her red scarf at his sister's house and then how she won't ever be able to get it back and it's his forever and it reminds him of her youth and innocence. So very much talking about her virginity. Thank you, Erica, for breaking that down for me. And yeah, it's really sad because that happens a lot in high school, I feel like, when, I don't know why, like, guys are treated to just, like, try to, like, fucking treat sex as a conquest, so, like, they'll go get a girl, fuck her, and then move along, next girl, you know, and, like, the girls are just left, like, because uh, uh, uh. girls are taught, like, oh, like, you need to aim for love and marriage, like, it's fucking sick and twisted, like, literally stop fucking raising boys to be fucking assholes. So, he was... 29 at the time she was like 20 turning 21 and it just shows throughout the video how he would like make her feel really just like small when they were like around his older friends and he would just not look at her or talk to her acknowledge her like brush her hand away when she tried to hold it and like you could tell that he was kind of getting over it or like didn't take her very seriously and like it hit for me because I kind of went through a relationship like that where like this guy was a little bit older and he was the same guy that asked me about, like, my fucking dreams and then laughed at my fucking face. Um, so fuck that guy. Basically, I know he wanted, like, a life where I think he wanted my answer when he asked me about my dreams and goals and careers and stuff. Like, I think he wanted me to have, like, a stable answer. Like, oh, I want to be a nurse or, like, a teacher or something like a stable job, consistent job, you know, a safe job. But that wasn't my answer, and I think he that's why he laughed or whatever, because he has, like, a stable job, and I think he wanted the same, like, the whole cookie-cutter, like, oh, get married, buy a home, have kids, retire, travel, whatever. That's nice. That's fucking sweet. I wish I could do that, but, you know, people just have different fucking ideas of what they want for their life, and um, 
yeah, just find someone that wants the same. Like, don't try to fucking find someone that's different and then make them feel stupid or, like, try to change them. That's not going to work out in the end. Like, your wants and dreams are going to keep creeping back up if you don't go after them. You could try to bury them, but they will probably keep coming back to haunt you. So go after what you want and find somebody that supports you, you know? So this guy just, like, I feel like was trying to mold me to be that. And when he realized that I wasn't, just very quickly tried to just toss me to the side and just made me feel so fucking small and, like, stupid. I was, like, so heartbroken. And then, like, watching this All Too Well music video, like, there's a scene where, like, he breaks up with her. He basically says, like, oh, it probably could have worked out if, like, we were closer in age. So I was like, holy shit, what a fucking asshole. I mean, he's right, but, like, for her being young as fuck, that's got to fucking break her down. And she's, like, crying in the bed. And, like, I remember my heartbreak going through that shit where, like, you can't fucking breathe or live like you're just in bed like oh my god sad times I don't wish that on anybody like I know we all been there but you know the more life goes on you know it gets easier and you'll be fucking fine every time but like definitely like for older dudes like going after younger girls like I don't know what the fuck is wrong with them because like you know like they're so like easy to manipulate they don't know shit yet like they haven't been jaded by the world yet so like for you to just go after a young girl is fucking weird I don't know what's old dude's obsession with younger girls like she even says in her song a thing about like oh like you get older and all your like girls stay the same age as me which is giving big Leonardo DiCaprio vibes like if you haven't look for that chart where it shows like how he gets older and none of the girls that he dates are ever over 25 it's fucking wild and like I don't get the obsession with like old men and younger women Like, I know it's, like, a biological thing with, like, oh, they just subconsciously want a woman to bear their children or whatever the fuck. But, like, it's still very weird because women very much can still give birth into their 30s. So, I don't know. It just makes me so sad seeing, like, old men, like, creeping on younger women or even just, like, older guys that are, like, still obsessed with, like, little 20-year-olds. Like, like, this is nothing against 20-year-olds, but, like, if you're, like in your 30s and you're looking at little 20 year olds like it's weird it's just really weird because like women aren't doing this to little boys like they're not like drooling over like young boys with no hair on their chest and like fucking mustaches that are barely coming in you know we're like oh look at a squeaky voice like no so like what the fuck is up with that like it's really weird but that's a conversation for another time because it is very nuanced okay so now i want to play a tiktok basically that i found that explains triggers i know i've mentioned triggers many times like we all know what triggers are um you can always look at the definition but like maybe you're with someone and like they're not understanding exactly how it works you know like or like how it makes you feel really because you can read a definition but it's not gonna explain to you like really how it makes somebody feel so like this tiktok really broke it down in a really great way that i think anyone can get behind so let me just go ahead and play that so imagine that i'm someone that you completely trust wholeheartedly we're very close you're probably closer to me than anybody else right and so we're going for this lovely walk and we get to this particular area you know of the woods or wherever we're walking just picture this and I let go of your hand and I grab this huge bat just thick bat and I take it and I swing with all of my might 
and I knock you out. I just hit you upside the head with the bat. You didn't see it coming, so you didn't have a chance to prepare. You also didn't see it coming. So you know it hurts more when you didn't see it coming because it catches you off guard. So when you come to, I'm standing over you like, oh my God, I don't know what came over me. It was an accident, my bad. Please forgive me. I love you completely. I'm so sorry. Let's move forward. You'd love me. And so you want to trust me again. And so you move forward with me and you're hoping that this will never happen again. But right now you're really looking at me sideways because what the hell did you just do to me? Right? I use this scenario to get you to understand how triggers work. So triggers are just like this. Triggers are what I like to call ducking opportunities. What do I mean by that? So if someone hit you upside your head, right? And they knocked you out and you come to naturally it's a basic human instinct that you are very very invested in making sure that doesn't happen again so now if i see any scenario if we walking down the wrong path if the woods look similar if the same tree pops out of, the, of where we are i'm gonna start to remember that and it's a trigger for me and so i am wholeheartedly still invested with you i love you but i'm terrified are you gonna hit me again because i didn't know you was like that before because you never told me that and now you're telling me don't worry i'm not like that anymore i'm changing but i don't know what to think because you might go back to the bat and so i'm just looking for any type of ducking opportunity and if i see something this is why i'm bringing up old stuff and this is why i'm acting weird because i'm trying to duck because i'm trying to duck yeah, that one's, it's really good. I love that TikTok and I hope it's helpful to whoever. I will link it, of course, in the description. Um, yeah, wow. It's just so good because I think sometimes, especially when you're in a relationship, the triggers can come from being with that person, you know? Like, I think a lot of times we talk about triggers, like, because, you know, it's PTSD from a previous relationship or something, but sometimes the shit happens in a relationship and you do try to move forward because you love them and you're empathetic and you're like, mm, like th they didn't mean to like, let's just get past this. Like, I love you enough to move forward with you. And the other person doesn't understand that you're going to need time to heal. And not just that, but that like now you're like keeping an eye out. Now you're like on a high alert. Like this relationship is never going to go back to normal. Like now you're just like ready to fucking throw down at the sign of anything familiar to the last time that something fucking happened that hurt you or like took you by surprise. So if you are like on whatever end you're on, like you just need to know. It's just good to be aware of like the things that can trigger someone and it could be fucking anything. Like maybe like one time you guys got in a fight and like whatever it is, like maybe last time you did X, Y, Z and like while you were doing that, like a song was playing in the background or like a siren was going by or something. So maybe next time you're like doing something together and then a siren goes by or the song plays and like they kind of tense up. Like you need to like, it's good to know these things and that's why like you need to communicate but also be understanding and patient because it could be anything. And like, I remember one time when I was dating that same fucking asshole that like he would break up with me just randomly out of nowhere. Like it happened a few times and like every time I like started to catch on, it, he would like act really weird in the morning, like just have a weird look on his face. And like I started to catch on and it was more subconscious and it would just give me mad anxiety. Like I would just look at him and like be like, whoa, like he's about to break up with me or something. And like it's just little things like I think it's definitely a defense mechanism. You're trying to protect yourself from it happening again. You're literally trying to fucking duck. It's a ducking opportunity. So you're always going to be looking out like, oh, shit. Oh. 
you know, because you're not trying to fucking get knocked out again. So like the only way that could work is if you're with someone who's understanding that wants to take the time to know what your triggers are and respects them. And is just patient overall, you know. Um, all right. So I was also going to talk about Darbo, but I think I'm kind of good on time. I'm here in LA. It's getting late. I'm not trying to leave super late because it gets a little fucking crazy outside in the dark. So I'm going to wrap it up, but I'll definitely talk about it for the next episode because I super want to talk about it. And if you're curious, meanwhile, just look up Darvo and you'll get the information. And then next week, I'll talk about it. All right. Thank you guys for sticking around. I'm so glad to be back and refreshed from my vacation. It was nice um yeah it was fun some really good topics uh shout out to adele for always giving us what the fuck we need and shout out to wild seven studios for hosting simpin after dark as always thank you so much to everyone that has checked out amigas the series who if you've shared it or anything like that i appreciate the support in any way that it may come episode three just dropped this week will be episode four on thursday so keep an eye out gonna be a good one it's funny i'm acting in it episode three i wrote and performed a song co-produced by uh, cheddar and his cousin and my sister we all just did it together i don't know the proper terms of like who did what but it was fun you know i ain't the best singer but it was fun and we wrote an original track for a novella so that's just fucking funny for me to say um yeah make sure to follow me on instagram tiktok and twitter at simbin after dark hit me up let me know if i missed any other fucking topics or drama or whatever while i was on vacation that you want me to talk about or anything like that and i will talk about it um yeah i'll talk to you guys next time bye